Welcome to Behind the Backline, the podcast where we chat with merchants, brands, and industry professionals in the musical instrument, pro audio, and event technology space about their products, services, industry trends, stories, and more. Join us now as we dig into the stories behind our favorite backline gear. Welcome to episode 10 of Behind the Backline. I'm Matt Jacoby of Octave Media, and today I am speaking with Rob Dillon of Smash Mouse. Thanks for joining me today, Rob. Thanks, man. I'm happy to be here, man. I am so glad that I was able to pronounce that correctly um, the <laughs> first time because I have been like, okay, Smash Mouse. Like It's kind of a tongue twister with the two S's. <laughs> it is. It is a little bit, and it, it, it certainly resonates with people because of some other crazy band out there, but... Uh, the name, name was never intended to be that way. It really was just intended to kind of describe what the product did. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, that was the first thing I thought of. I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep saying Smash Mouth. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. Well, cool. Yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about who you are. Yeah. So I am, uh, let's see. I mean, first and foremost, I'm an Atlanta native. I've uh, been here all my life. I'm uh, married uh, with two little kids, seven and nine. So uh, a little bit of a family man who has been a, uh, entrepreneur at heart for as long as I can remember. Um, kind of a diverse, fun career path um, from media and uh, media sales, I should say, to technology and startups to even logistics um, in various levels. And, you know, most recently, obviously, uh, took all of my crazy entrepreneurial initiatives and uh, decided to make my own product to solve a problem. Very cool. I, I can completely relate. I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old and I'm doing yeah. the exact same thing. <laughs> I hear you, brother. <laughs> so uh, can you tell us a little bit about Smash Mouse, the company? Um, we'll yeah. The product in a sec. Yeah. So, well, the company is, is primarily the product um, right now. In fact, we, we might be better off kind of approaching them in the opposite order, if you will. Okay. Um, so, uh, because really the company started with the product and the product Smash Mouse basically is a pedal that allows people to have hands-free control of their digital devices. So I guess, do you play an instrument at all, Matt? I am a drummer. Okay, so drummers are always one of the more intriguing ones to me because it's a little bit of a different animal in so many ways, right? Yep. Um, but so let me ask you, uh, as a drummer, have you ever used any technology in learning to play or playing or anything like that? It might be just even playing along with a song on iTunes or recording or watching lessons on YouTube or anything like that. Yeah. So aside from all of my usual grade school, high school, <laughs> college lessons and stuff, uh, usually a lot of my practice would be, you know, forget what they told me in school. I'm going to turn on my iPod or at the time, you know, probably more like the radio or a cassette tape, but <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Brother. I'm with you. But uh, yeah, it was usually just playing along with something and, and get, kind of getting a feel for what other people were doing. So yeah. So you, you experienced the problem that all musicians have, which you know, I always think this is kind of fun. Like every instrument takes two hands to play, right? So mm -hmm. guitar, trumpet, drums. I mean, the only ones that I can think of are, are maybe the maraca and, and kind of the tambourine. And of course, Neil Young with that crazy thing around his neck that lets him play harmonica. But, you know, if everyone's using two hands to play an instrument, but more and more we're challenged by using technology to learn, play, perform, and record, how do you do both? Right. Like, so yeah. when you're starting and stopping a song, you got to, you know, kind of hold your stick in that funny little way and hit the space bar or the start button on the, the cassette tape or whatever it was. And you're trying to kind of count in and you get that awkward millisecond of like trying to get your hand ready and get start playing. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So we've all been there. So, you know, I really felt that about five, six years ago, my wife had gotten me a guitar and I, I started to learn how to play again. 
Um, and, you know, quickly, like a lot of people nowadays realize, you know, you download sheet music on the internet, you play along on iTunes, your favorite song. Uh, and then especially when I started using YouTube as an, uh, you know, an online educational resource, like the hundreds of millions of other people out there who use it that way, I was always breaking rhythm, as I like to say, to take my hands off my instrument, to start, stop, rewind, record, whatever I was doing. It drove me freaking crazy. <laughs> um, you know, so I'm like any other guy, I'm like, well, there's like a simple solution to this, right? I mean, it's 2000 and about 50, probably 12 when this was really happening. You know, it's the 2000s. I'm like, well, I'll just get a foot mouse, right? <laughs> So I Google foot mouse and literally I, one of the first images I saw, I'll never forget is someone had taken a flip flop and they had cut out holes in it and they put mouse hardware in it. And I was like, yeah, that's not quite where I'm going. Uh, <laughs> not what I'm looking for here. So, you know, kept looking and I found the number one product, which literally is a slipper type device that you slip on one foot and you got to move your foot around and it's not a visual medium, obviously, but the, hopefully the, the listeners can imagine with me, you got one foot moving around to move the pointer and then you got to use your other foot to click, you know, the, the left click or double click or right click. And so you're doing what I call the foot mouse shuffle. You know, you're drag your leg, stomp, stomp, drag. I'm like, this is ridiculous. So I wanted something better. So I invented Smash Mouse originally just to be a mouse. And so the idea was you just put your ankle on um, the treadle, as they call it, which is a tread pedal platform. And you just can kind of rotate your ankle up and down, left, right, whatever direction you want. It moves a mouse pointer and you smash it in the middle for left click functionality. Hence the name Smash Mouse. And went to people and said, hey, what do you think? And mostly musicians, obviously, and they're like, ah, that's actually really cool. Um, you know, the first question was always like, you, you thought of this? And I'm like, yes, I thought of this. Um, so, <laughs> but, you know, then the feedback was, well, that's really cool, Rob. But like, if I really want to, you know, go from play to rewind, you know, to move the pointer with my foot, is that really easy to do? And I'm like, actually, it is easy, but I get your point. So we quickly you know, kept innovating and ideating and we added what we call one kick functionality. So no, now Smash Mouse is multimodal. You click a mode button and it goes into playback. And so if any of your uh, listeners go to smashmouseusa.com, they can see the, the product and explainer videos, but you'll see on the treadle, there's icons, down is stop, left of course is rewind, right of course is fast forward, up is record, uh, and you smash in the middle for play pause, your most common tool. And so now you can control any multimedia player. So iTunes or, uh, you know, anything you might play on uh, uh, Xbox or any PlayStation, anything like that for music, uh, DVD, whatever you want. Uh, works with uh, any browser multimedia. So obviously YouTube and even works with most pro audio software. So now we have a product that I like to say you can kick it to click it and keep on playing. Yeah, and I've seen your, your slogan and, you know, Looking at it, it does feel like just a guitar pedal or even just more of like a PlayStation Xbox kind of accessory. But yeah. when you put it in the perspective as to that it has multi-mode, that you can, you know, that it, it kind of frees you up for playing instruments since it's really geared toward the music community right now, um, that that makes it more fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's funny, Matt, because that's what's been fun is kind of the journey of this thing, which is, you know, just kind of, Hey, I'm just going to create this foot mouse and then, Oh, I can do this, you know, one click, uh, one kick as I like to call it functionality and it's multimodal. And, you know, so kind of what happened is I end up, you know, kind of 
investing a little money trying to get a prototype made. And I decided, well, you know, I'm going to go on my, my market validation mission, as I like to call it. So I ponied up to go out to the NAM show, which is the National Association of Music Media. A lot of your listeners are probably familiar with NAM. It's the largest global gathering of the music merchandise industry. So this is the, the instrument side, right? And all the technology around it, including like audiovisual lighting and stage and recording and all that stuff. So huge, huge show. And here I am out there uh, with my, my little, you know, small little booth I had that was literally in the back of the hall located next to the bathroom. I and was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, most of, the, the good thing about that location actually is everyone has to pass you at some point. So yes, very you, good. You do get some exposure, um, <laughs> especially about eleven thirty after the third cup of coffee kicks in. It's kind of funny. I would uh, imagine. I would imagine. But yeah, so here I am, and I'm just like you know letting you know. I actually so funny story. I I had the prototype being made, and 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 I got it the week before, and I was all stressed out. And they showed me the prototype, and it was this big, bulky just, you know, nasty looking piece of technology that I, you know, obviously it was a prototype. So I understand why, but as a marketing guy, I'm like, I can't show this to anybody. So, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I guess I'm, I'm going without one. So I get on a plane and I, I go out to Anaheim and I, I, I start talking to people and I have a little, you know, just a little kind of carousel, you know, website showing kind of what it does. And I tell you, Matt, it was, it was overwhelming how many people were like, just like, holy crap, wait, I need that. Like, where has this been? Why has this not been invented before? You know, this is my problem is I'm always having to start and stop and, uh, you know, and all this. And I was just like, you know, wow, it's awesome. Thank you. Um, and to the point where USA Today even named us one of the seven coolest things at the show. Awesome. Yeah. So, you know, obviously at that point, Matt, I'm kind of like, okay, well, yeah, I, I might have some market validation here. Maybe there's some <laughs> opportunity. Um, but what was really funny about it was, you know, kind of the comments you were making earlier about kind of when you hear the perspective of what it is and, and, and how it goes, even within music and beyond music was, it was amazing to talk to people about what their problem was and how we could help solve it. So in music, for example, it was pretty obvious, but people were like, oh, you know, could you use it for page turn? And I'm like, well, yeah, actually, we, we could easily do that, you know, where you go left, right, you know, scroll, scroll right, scroll left, or scroll up, scroll down. That's easy. Yeah. Sure, I can do that. And then it was like, well, could you put MIDI in it? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> I really know what MIDI is at the time, necessarily, because I'm an acoustic guitar player, you know, very poor guitar player. And I'm like, sure, I will definitely make that happen. So, you know, we, we realized, oh, yeah, we can do this. And then, you know, DA, so all these things. And what was even more interesting is I had people from other industries, even at the NAM show, start coming over and being like, hey, we, you know, a bunch of teachers came over who were like, hey, we, we work in special needs and assistive technology. And we really think your device is interesting. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I get it, right? People who have limited use of their hands or whatever, and their feet, they're like, they're like, yeah, but actually we even see it as a way for people who have limited dexterity to their hands to use it as more of a manual tool. You know, to, it's a better version of a mouse. People who have carpal tunnel, who have uh, dexterity issues. I'm like, okay, never thought of that. Um, and, you know, even this accountant guy comes over and is like asking all these questions about data entry. So the point of all this is what, what I realized then is, and this is where the, the, the company will, will circle back to that first question, right? What does the company do? So what the company is working to do is build a smartphone business model where you can get this standard unit that has mouse and playback functionality, but then we can develop low-cost applications that you can download from the website that add functionality to the pedal, right? So you can add that page-turning app. Um, you know, so just as a, a, a value proposition, 
the consumer nowadays, you can buy for 75 to 150 bucks a product that all it does is, is, is turn pages on sheet music, right? Digital sheet music. Yeah. That's all it does. Uh, and they're great products. I, lo- I love the guys who make them. They're great products. But that's all it does. For me, that's like a $10 app, right? Like a $20 app if I really want to, you know, get greedy. Um, so now, you, you know, someone's buying our pedal for, you know, MSRP of $149.99. And we're actually on Kickstarter, by the way, as we speak. Uh, so folks can go to Kickstarter, look up Smash Mouse, and they, there's still units available for uh, 80 bucks even. Um, but, you know, so now we can, we can add more value to the, to the musician as they grow in their skills and their needs with technology. They can have a much better way to do that. And that's kind of, you know, part of that smartphone model. But then we can even take it a step further. I want to build a community of developers, of users, you know, just like the app store where people are coming up with their own apps. You know, you and I were talking kind of before we started here about just ideas and and entrepreneurialism. I want people who have those ideas of how Smash Mouse can help solve a problem to be able to develop their own product and sell it in what I call Smash Mart, which is my app store. Uh, and really allow people that opportunity. So that's that's really what the company does to kind of go back to, that might be the longest answer to your first question <laughs> in podcast history. So thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Now, now someone else to beat that. <laughs> exactly. No, that is that is really cool. I'm glad to hear that so many other people have found different uses for it because yeah, I mean, I think uh, whoever I talked to at your booth kind of gave me the initial uh, music related pitch, but knowing that other people were finding it useful for other, for other things like that. I mean, to be able to come away with like a completely different vision than what you started with four days prior at an event, um, has got to be just awesome. It's very cool, but I, I will get on my, um, you know, my platform of entrepreneurial device, if you will, uh, advice, if you will, meaning I've, I've been involved with, with startups and, and raising capital for startups in that space here in Atlanta for a long time. We've got a very, you know, very vibrant community for that. And, you know, it is, I, I get this advice from mentors and investors and even, you know, I guess from myself, so to speak, which is you got to stay focused, right? Mm-hmm. Like you got to really take it one step at a time. And I think that's where, like when you talk to uh, his name is Andrew, we call him Bobo. Um, when you talk to Bobo at the booth, who is who's probably my biggest fan and uh, best salesperson, um, you know Bobo is focused on the music because that's where the product came from, right? Like that's where the genesis was. That's where the validation came from. That's where we have the most traction. So that's why, you know, really what we're focused on right now even within that that Kickstarter engagement is is the music universe. Uh, but we are even with that said you know, working to develop some products that can allow special needs technology to use it. So, you know, for example, not only can it be used as a mouse for, for like assistive technology, but that one kick functionality. Imagine if we could make it, um, and this isn't even imagine in the sense of it's, it's very executable, is we can make it so that each direction could be a custom bind keyboard shortcut within any software. So imagine now someone who's, who's, who's challenged with, with manual dexterity, instead of having to go do control alt P to print or control C to cut, you know, sh- things like that, that could be just one kick uh, in a direction and it would add efficiency to them or anyone. And that was kind of the accounting play as well. You know, like if you could select a cell in an Excel spreadsheet and then click a direction and have it automatically populate a formula, and then you just have to enter the digits in. Uh, that's going to be more efficient, you know, so you can get more reports done, you can charge more customers and you can make more money. Um, 
you know, we're working, we're, we're working to do that type of stuff today. And then the, you even alluded to early, the, the gaming space is the other big one where we're just getting a ton of interest and we're, we're trying to develop some applications that we can launch uh, sooner rather than later for that as well. But, but, you know, again, to my own advice, it's a matter of trying to stay focused and take it one step at a time. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you there. Just, you know, start where you, you came from and make this your backlog. Cause you, this, this just gives you a lot of more longevity for the, the company. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and have you, the one thing I think you may have to stay clear of though, with one click functionality is pretty close to the patented one click technology on, um, Amazon. Can you, <laughs> did you see any, uh, future in e-commerce or something like this <laughs> with the one click? No, yeah. no so that's, that's again, that's where we're, we're one kick. So yep, yep. I guess, I guess I seem to like to find names that sound similar to others. That appears to be, uh, an ingrained in me, but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, obviously I don't, did they actually patent one, one click? Cause that, I, that's pretty impressive. I believe so because, um, uh, from what I remember, it's been several years, but I think iTunes had to actually um, license it from them in terms really? of buying on the stores. I think, yeah. Well, we've uh, we've we we are trademarking kick it to click it in one kick, so they can pay us down the road. There you go. So Amazon wants to sell you something as soon as you kick the wall, then it's all on you guys. <laughs> I mean, I mean, when Amazon, which actually contacted me uh, after Nam, um, after we won Best Controller at Nam this year in 2018, because my other story was from 2017, they actually contacted me and want to want to put us on Amazon as one of their innovative products, and I was like, well, that's cool. Um, yeah. But you know, I think one kick functionality would be great because now. You know, now my wife, when she's online shopping, she could just do one kick to choose the item and she doesn't even have, she can still be scrolling through Facebook all at the same time. So, hey, Amazon, call me. There you go. And, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's not limited to only buying shoes. If you kick it that's to get right. your shoes, you know, that's just. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or your next musical instrument, right? Exactly. Next drumsticks. There you go. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. It's like, Hey, and you know, between kicking it, clicking it or asking Alexa for it, we're, yeah. we're, we're, there's not a whole lot of effort to shop anymore. So no, well, and, and, and it's funny, but you know, the, the voice activation, right. The Alexa, I've had a few people say, you know, like, well, they're going to win the battle. And I'm like, well, first of all, I didn't know I was in a battle. I, I appreciate you. <laughs> you know, wish I'd known that yesterday. Um, but you know what I, I say, that's, you know, I, I get your point there, but you know, let me ask you a couple questions. So first of all, how does a musician use Alexa, right? Like, Hey, Detroit city rock and roll Alexa, please turn on my microphone. Right. Like that <laughs> doesn't work. Um, you know, sound isn't going to work in a music environment. And then the other thing I always say is, you know, if you ask Alaska to turn left, what happened? Right. Like how far left, how fast? Yeah. You know, 45 degrees, 90 degrees. Do I, is it a slow radius? Is it a big radius? I don't know. So I, t- you know, with, with smash mouse, we can use it as, you know, it's like an X, Y uh, axis, you know, up, down, like a joystick. Right. So you could use, you know, in the gaming space or virtual reality, augmented reality, or even in, in kind of the autonomous vehicle space, you know, Smash Mouse could be used to control a vehicle and you very much would know what left was. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. the other thing I say is by the time you've gotten the command out, I've already done it, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, elect, you know, please, can please cut, cut and copy from this website that I'm looking at. Um, all right. I've already done that and I'm like three steps ahead of you, but, but anyways, I just, I, I think the voice activation was always kind of interesting. Yeah. It, it could, uh, in, in working together with something like this, you know, it, it may have some possibilities. It may be overkill. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I tell people all the time, look, I'm not trying to solve every problem. You know, I, I started trying to solve a problem. And I think we are, you know, still trying to solve a problem. And the, and the problem is, you know, whether you're a musician or gamer or, 
graphic designer, uh, you know, all these different things I've kind of talked about. At the end of the day, we're still using technology from the 1950s for predominantly for our digital devices, which is, you know, two hands on a keyboard, one on a mouse. So you're already kind of one hand short, right? Yeah. Um, and even with like a tablet, you're, you're in a little better place, but you need one hand to hold the tablet, one hand to, to swipe or press or do whatever, right? So there's, there's still this kind of inefficiency for anyone who's using one or two hands to focus on a task and then interact with digital technology. And so at the end of the day, that's really the problem that we're trying to solve. You do know, though, that with uh, <clears throat> adding a third or fourth limb to someone's interaction, that you're actually taking away what makes drummers special and giving everybody... <laughs> independent four-way independence <laughs> the, the typical drummer response right there i yeah, love exactly. it typical drummer response I'm like, um, oh no i'm losing my unique, my no. unique. Well, so so first of all i can assure you matt the, the one thing i don't want to do is take away the uniqueness of drummers because oh, thank god that we, the world would not be the same without drummers um nor would our music uh so no i'm not doing that but um drummers are a unique breed in fact it's kind of interesting i've been writing some blogs recently and, and focusing a lot on on just the power of music. Um, so if you go to our website, again, smashmouseusa.com, you can see our blogs. And I talk a lot about the power of music and the fact that this all stemmed from, I read some article not too long ago that said, like, music is the only activity that truly engages both sides of the brain. And of course, I was like, I'm a left-handed person anyway. So, you know, I'm already like, well, I'm already more, you know, two-sided brain guy. But I'm reading this and it's interesting and it's not just the idea that people are using their right hand and their left hand and drummers obviously take it, you know, exponential there. They're, they're square it, if you will, by using their feet and their, you know, to do it as well. Um, but, you know, music uses an analytical side of the brain as well as a creative side of the brain. And so there's all this just interesting research about the power of music, especially as it relates to children who learn to play an instrument and the power it has on their cognitive abilities uh you know not only just intellectual but even like social like how they adapt and work better in a team environment um, it's really just you know amazed me and empowered me to want to get smash mouse out there because if i can make it easier for kids to learn an instrument especially you know this digital generations that are they're you know out there right now um that's pretty cool and, and i'm really excited about you know how do we help do that Cool. Yeah. As uh, so, I'm going to come at you at, with a double threat here. I oh I am a left-handed drummer that plays right-handed setup. <laughs> That's <laughs> so impressive. I'm really pushing my kids to be unique and creative and think. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. You. Uh, that, that that goes beyond even the dad whose kid you know bats left throws right. I'm impressed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't I never really considered that to be much of a of a unique trait, but I'm like, you know, I didn't really think about that. <laughs> you know, it's as a lefty though, you it, it is interesting because like I'm I'm similar in some ways too, in that like I play a guitar right-handed. Like I play the traditional method. You know, okay. I, I even play golf right-handed, you know, but but I do a lot of things, you know, other than write and eat and things where I, I don't know how much of it's just the way the instrument is kind of set up or if it's just, we're just so ingrained in this right-handed society, if you will. But it, it is interesting to meet people who are lefties who kind of have this hybrid, you know, way that they approach life with, with being left-handed versus right-handed. Yeah. Yeah. And then a couple of years ago, I also found out that my birthday is actually National Left-Handers Day. No way. What day yeah. is that? 
August 13th. Oh, I'm a Leo as well. So I, awesome. I'm, I'm August 9th. I'm a few days early. All right. Yeah. Well, you're, you're well, still, it's national left-handers week then. We'll just make yes. it. <laughs> sounds like, sounds like me and, uh, sounds like me and my wife celebrating our birthdays, right? It's the whole week. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's good to know. I never knew that August 13th was uh national left-handed day. I, you, uh, what's the guys from, uh, the Simpsons will be Ned Flanders will be pleased to know that he will be. Yes. I mean, I, He's, wasn't he fighting it for for years or made his own or uh... he had the left he had the left-handed store remember that's like, right <laughs> the left-handers and i was like i always was like i want that store like, where is that place i love staplers for left-handed people those are the best uh <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a drummer joke right there yes <laughs> so um I, I wanted to ask, uh, so I, I even probably kind of touched on this already because I, I think you got most of our questions kind of covered in that story, but like, uh, what was the initial inspiration um, that kind of flipped this? I, I think you may have touched a little bit on that, but is is there more to expand on in that? You know, I, I think it was it was all kind of just a, a side thing, you know, just that original foot mouse and, and really wanting to do that. Um, you know, I, I would go even further back in the sense of the, you know, the, the real inspiration was just always loving innovation, always loving being an entrepreneur, um, loving what technology can do to help people. Um, you know, I think that really kind of inspired me. And, and then the real, you know, the real turning point, I guess, you know, kind of the point of the question was, was that first NAM show when really I just had people from, you know, whether it was about gaming or like I said, special needs technology or, you know, this, I think the accountant was the one that always just kind of was like, I, I would have never thought of this being something that helps accounting. Yeah. And, and that was when, you know, not only did I feel validated within music and that we had an opportunity to make something cool, but that was when I was like, you know, crap, this could be really bigger than that. You know, they're really, for whatever reason, the, you know, the, the feet have not been used a lot and integrated a lot into how we, how do we live with our devices? And I just was like, this, this could be fun. And and so it's really just, that was kind of the big moment that, that made me spend the last couple of years and, and more money than I have and uh, <laughs> quit my day job back in September to try and raise a little capital, which we did and, and launch our Kickstarter campaign and, and try to get this thing to market. Very cool. Well, yeah, that is that is every entrepreneur's inspirational nightmare, dream, <laughs> however you want to call it. <laughs> I, 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 it's all about the journey, right? Well, we won't know if it's nightmare until it's a, or a dream until later, but I, I think it just goes to just having an opportunity to do something you love and you want to do, and, and and even have a an important why, you know, a reason to do it. That you know, for me again is is really an ability to help people and especially help children, uh, you know discover the power of, of music in their lives. I mean, you can't, it certainly beats, you know, sitting in a cubicle, uh, nine to five doing whatever the heck I used to do. Oh, amen. Amen <laughs> to that. I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I feel like I'm, I'm filling Tim Ferriss's four hour work week book all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> Just hit, hitting it right at the nail on the head here. <laughs> there you go. There you go, man. Um, well, awesome. Well, um, you know, I, you, you've mentioned the website already. You, you've filled us in on the entire story, which is awesome. I mean, I, I can't wait to see what you guys are doing with what what this where this goes. I should say, and you mm -hmm. already know what you're doing with it. Yeah, <laughs> everyone has told you what. Although, you're doing. That, although, well, even that changes. Like I said, I mean, we keep getting new ideas all the time. So. Yeah. And it's really nice that, you know, technology has come so far that you can just say the software will do it. We just make a very neutral device and then it can be adapted to 
whatever comes our way. I mean, that's a really nice way to have a, a net cast so so wide for future growth and just yeah. pick, picking one of those at a time, you know, pursuing one a year or however fast that, that cycle is. Uh, it's almost like you've just kind of been given this long-term no end in sight thing that um, has been validated by the community. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, there's certainly an end in sight if we can't kind of, you know, get it to market and do what we got to do, but uh, we sure. feel very confident <laughs> about that. And we're having fun and uh, you know, the response has been great. So uh, I, I appreciate an opportunity to kind of talk to you about it and talk to your audience about it and let them know that, uh, you know, again, they can go to smashmouseusa.com or, or just go directly to Kickstarter and search for us on there and support us in that cause of, of you know, helping people uh, better interact with their digital devices. Yeah. Um, quick question. I know this was going to be kind of a little bit timed. Um, I'm good. Like oddly in terms of uh, when the Kickstarter is, but how long does the Kickstarter last? So it launched on Tuesday and we end it on May 20th, uh, which I believe is about 35 days or so, which is kind of right in that sweet spot. You know, uh, we could do a whole nother podcast on, on crowdfunding. It, it, I mean, it's this very interesting, unique uh, ecosystem of opportunity that, that, you know, people kind of have this perception of it's like the one ad. It's like you just post an ad on, you know, Craigslist and all of a sudden you're just selling product, but it is so much more complex than that and takes so much more work leading up to it. Um, and during it than, than even I was prepared for It's It's, it's really an amazing experience. Um, and, and what, what I find really intriguing about it in, in, a, in a good and a bad way, if you will, is that in many ways, you're asking people to validate a business in 35 days. And I just, I think that's nuts. Like no yeah. business should be validated in 35 days. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of what you're doing. So it's this really weird, weird experience. Um, that's both, you know, thrilling and terrifying all at the same time. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's been great. I mean, we're, we're getting support and, and we're enjoying it. Um, but yeah, so it, it runs back to, uh, I think the end of this week tomorrow, which I guess Friday, April 20th, uh, for those listening in the future, um, <laughs> when, uh, you know, our early bird specials will, will expire and then we'll have our, our normal stuff going on through, uh, through May 20th. Cool. Well, yeah, I, I don't know if we'll, uh, have this up in time for, uh, you know, be closer to the end of your campaign, but we can certainly, um, you know, oh, I'll, I'll promote it and um, plug it during the time. And then this will be up afterwards. So hopefully it'll get a second boost once it's available publicly after Kickstarter. So, well, I feel like, I feel like I'm in Bill and Ted all of a sudden, but to all you listeners in the future, <laughs> um, in that phone booth, cause I, I just happened to catch that movie the other night. And I do love that movie, but, um, <laughs> excellent. So, uh, no, but to all you f listeners in the future, if, if, if we have expired our Kickstarter campaign, you will be able to go to smash mouse USA uh, we will have pre-production orders. And then once we get to market, which we're hoping will be by Christmas of 2018, uh, you will be able to buy the product uh, through our e-commerce efforts. Uh, and then obviously once we go to market, we were fortunate to have a bunch of music industry distributors that want to, want to sell it. I mentioned Amazon's interested in carrying it. Um, so we, we certainly will be out there for people even listening in the future. So to my future self, uh, just remember to keep your head up, uh, find your, find your P's and Q's and do your best and put the toilet seat down. Yes. My, <laughs> to my future wife, I, I will promise <laughs> to do that. <laughs> oh, that's, that's quite the time warp yes. on, that, on that note. <laughs> <On> that note. <laughs> hey Matt, seriously, I want to thank you for, for taking the time to speak with me. Um, I, I give you kudos for, 
doing a great job with your pre-show prep. So I, I apologize. I didn't even let you get to ask the questions because I kind of already knew what they were. <laughs> um, but that, that just means an easier payday for you, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, you handed it to me in a silver platter. So this one, <laughs> this was phenomenal. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity and um, everyone out there. Uh, hope you're, uh, hope you're able to support us so we can all kick it to click it. Yeah, definitely. Looking forward to see Smash Mouse out there and continue its growth. So well, thank you for listening to Behind the Backline brought to you by Active Media, an inbound marketing agency focused on helping music merchants develop an automated solution to increase website sales. You can find Active Media at www.active.media. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and now Google Play to learn more about great products and companies in the musical instrument, pro audio, and event technology space. Be sure to leave a review to let us know what you thought of today's episode. Uh, We encourage you to share us with your friends and colleagues via social media, and we'll see you next time. Take care.